Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How is a crush different when you like someone as a friend? I feel they, at first they both come from the same place. It's a feeling of like calm. You'll either feel extremely calm or extremely tense or nervous around them, but not in a bad way. It's, it's a feeling you enjoy. And I think that's when you know you have a crush on someone. From Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture, this is Vent Documentaries. Young people from one London borough telling you the stories we care about. I'm Jadan Goodlit, but all my friends call me JJ. This is Series 2, where we're talking about love. I'm 17. I don't know how to describe my personality because it's very weird. Um, I'm very shy, but the people I'm close with, I am the most extroverted person you'll ever meet. I'm currently studying uh, games design. Love anything to do with computers. In primary school, I remember all my friends had the Xbox 360. I always wanted one. Then for Christmas, I got one. It was the best and I love the games. During this whole lockdown, me and my friends, we, we played Dungeons and Dragons. I had all the Lego games, I had Advanced Warfare and that's all I would ever play. One of my friends was like, I can DM. So we started up our, our D&D group. Over the years, I started getting into more into games and like how they were made and stuff. It's five of us, a dungeon master or a DM, and we, are, we have two pets. And in high school, I started wanting to design my own thing because I got quite into design with like DT and stuff. I would love to DM for myself though. I have a whole bunch of ideas that I would just love to put into one long campaign. I just love designing things, making something, seeing all the effort you put into it. So much, so much work, but hopefully one day I can get a chance to do that for my friend group. Being able to provide a game that's just fun for everyone would be a dream. When I was much younger, I was always getting into trouble. I used to love pranking people. I was always trying to befriend everyone. There was no middle ground. It was either you're my enemy or you're my friend. I wouldn't really say I had a large friend group, more more so one small friend group and then everyone else I kind of knew. And everyone really knew me. For better or for worse. Or for worse. Or for worse. People in my high school weren't very nice. It's like, it wasn't so much physical, but like, it was just exclusion really just either didn't acknowledge my existence or were just rude for me for no apparent reason it wasn't the most pleasant high school experience I was definitely much more accepting of other people no matter what 
Like, my mindset just became everyone is their own person. It shouldn't matter who they are. If they like the same things as you, why, why should it bother you or who they are, what they do? Like, a lot of my friends are either, like, maybe disabled or, um, or have, like, a different sexuality. It doesn't bother me. It's just, like, people are their own people. Why should it change how you view them or how you treat them? My first crush back in year three, I don't actually remember her name. She was in the year above me. She would always come over and she'd just hang with me. I remember we played a lot of Pokemon TCG. I was way, way too shy to even to even begin to ask her out. Not a single one of my relationships was over two weeks. There was this girl who was you're above me. This one wasn't much of a relationship. It was more of a crush and a single date. I don't know why I had a thing for girls in the year above me. Way back in primary school around. One of my first relationships. We went on a few dates, went to the park. was uncoordinated, I guess. So my relationship with June started in drama class in year 10. To be or not to be. That is the question. Our teacher comes saying we're having a new student joining us. One of my friends said something about her being cute. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. So I, I, went, I went along with it. I was like, yeah. And then they started um, saying, ah, oh, do you fancy and all that? Just joking around. And I don't know what came over me, but I ended up saying, yeah. And after around like a month or so, she just being in the drama class, we were getting to know each other, doing doing little pieces together. I did start building up a small little crush for her. My friends, they knew this. And eventually they, they convinced me to ask her out, which, which I did. Every lunch, when I was with my friend group, she would come by, we would go off and talk, and for a, like the first couple of days, it was smooth, it was chill. But like, we never really went past that just talking point, and it reached the point where we had nothing to talk about, and we were just awkwardly walking around the school. It was, it was so awkward. There was this whole other issue where the girls she started hanging around with weren't necessarily fans of mine. I'm not sure if this was true or not, but I remember after we did officially break things off, there were rumours going around saying that um, she only ever went out with me out of pity. It did knock my confidence a lot. After the stress of GCSEs, all the issues I had with bullying, I didn't want to actually ask anyone out to prom. I wasn't actually planning on going to prom at all. None of my friends were. We were literally planning getting pizza, going to one of my friend's house and playing games the entire night. But then one of my friends got a date and we were like, you know what? We don't know what's happening after this. This could be the last time we ever see each other. And we were like, no, we're all going. We're not letting you go by yourself. So all of us ended up going. I actually did end up asking one of my one of my friends 
who I did have a kind of crush on. She said no, but she did really like me as a friend. So in the end, she was like, we can go, just not together. And honestly, I thought that was better because I didn't want it to go the same way it went down with me in June. In the end, it was me, me, her, and one of my other friends. We all went to prom together. It was arguably the second best day of my life. And it was just amazing. Like, people who I would consider an enemy at prom, it, they were just nice. It's not that it was nice to me, but it's just a lot of people who wouldn't acknowledge my existence were like, oh, hi, Jordan, you look so good, yada, yada, yada. All my friends who I never see in the same place were all just there taking photos. It was just, it was amazing. I remember at the end, for like the first time in all those years, our year group had been divided by so many things, so many fights, like just... And it was the one time we had all actually gotten together as a year. It was just, it was amazing. It was just fun. I feel like I'm about to start tearing up now. But it's like I had all the all the wrongs that had come in high school had just had just gone. I hadn't left high school with like a sour taste in my mouth. It was just everyone was cool and I was I was happy to it. There was no bad blood between anyone. Me and me and Sophie. We'd been friends since roughly year eight when we had a few science lessons together she had been going out with one guy i didn't i didn't really like him we had beef from uh, way back it had never really come to me to ask her out it had never been a crush after prom she texted me and she was like oh yeah me and me and thing have broken up she was really bummed out about it because they had been going out for a year now she really wanted to get back with him. So I was like, you know what? I will help you. Most of the summer holiday, I was like just talking to her. She was telling me what was going on with them. And we had gotten closer. She was pretty much the only one on my contact list for the entirety of summer. After around a month, she had gotten over him. We were just, just hanging like normal friends. And I did actually want to ask her out. A couple weeks later, we had gone, we'd gone out shopping for some clothes. So I was on the train heading home after hanging out with her and she sent me a text. And it was this whole, this whole paragraph about how, how I'd been there for her, how I'd helped her out and how she wanted to go out with me. I had never been asked out by anyone. And it was just this, this feeling of just extreme happiness. I was excited, I was confused, I was I was screaming internally, wanting to scream externally, but I was on a busy train and didn't want to seem like a complete lunatic. Once once I had got home, I had pretty almost almost cried my tears out on my bed. I was just reading, I was just like, this is amazing. And I ended up saying, yeah. It's been nine months now, ten months next month. 
just one of the longest relationships I've ever had and the best I've had by a long shot because we had known each other for almost four years at that point it was just like we'd known so much about each other it wasn't us trying to find out about each other it was us trying to find out how we worked together and we worked together well I'm coming to the end of college she's coming to the end of sixth form and we do want to go to the same university but right now I want to go Bradford University so I can be closer to my mum and I know she wants to go Middlesex because it's still close to her family but I know that I know I want to split my life with her I just feel like she's the one. Thank you for listening to Vent Documentaries. I'm JJ. Vent Documentaries are produced by Jess Lawson and Ali Adlington with help from Amelia Gill, Maweed Majid, and Kamaya Shea. Our music is from WMP Studios. Vent is a collaboration between Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.